Hello, and happy Halloween to everyone listening. I'm your host, Victoria, and thank you for tuning into this episode of Finding History. I love Halloween, and as stated in a previous episode, your girl here is a spooky bitch who is spooky all year round. This year, it has been difficult to get into the Halloween spirit, but nevertheless, I could not pass up an opportunity to bring about an extra spooky but romantic tale for those listening. I hope this story both moves you and grosses you out. If I succeed in one of those, then I will have appeased the Halloween gods. In this episode, I will talk about Inez de Castro, a posthumous medieval queen and beloved wife of Portuguese King Pedro I. Snuggle up in your softest sweats, grab a bowl of candy, and let me tell you a love story. Inez de Castro was the natural-born daughter of Pedro Fernandez de Castro, Lord of Lemos and Saria, and his mistress, Aldonca Lorenco de Valadares. She was descended from both Galician and Portuguese nobility. Inez came to Portugal in 1340 as maid to Constanza of Castile, who had recently married Prince Pedro of Portugal, the heir apparent to the Portuguese throne. The prince had fallen in love with Inez and neglected his wife, which caused further chaos with Castile. Let me briefly summarize. So, medieval Portugal and Spain were not what it is today as far as territory goes. More so, it was broken off into various kingdoms, Castile being one of the kingdoms. Spain would not be unified until the multiple conquest and banishment of folks who had lived in those territories for centuries, imposed by Isabella of Castile and her sneaky husband, Ferdinand of Aragon. Prince Pedro was very open in his love for Inez, and made Inez's brothers his trusted advisors, and gifted them with titles and money, which further furiated Constanza's Castilian family. King Afonso IV, Peter's father, disliked Inez's influence on his son, and waited for their mutual infatuation to wear off, but it did not. When Constanza of Castile died in 1345, King Afonso tried several times to arrange for his son to remarry, but Pedro refused to take a wife other than Inez. But she was deemed illegitimate and therefore unfit to be queen in the eyes of the kingdom. Pedro had a son with his now-deceased wife, Constanza, who would go on to become Ferdinand I of Portugal, but he was seen as a weak and frail child, whereas Peter and Inez had three illegitimate children, but they were strong and thriving in comparison. This created discomfort amongst the Portuguese nobles, who viewed these children and their mother as a threat. King Afonso banished Inez from court and sent her to a convent, hoping that this would help his son forget about his beloved. This did not. Quite the opposite, actually. Prince Pedro snuck into the convent with the help of the nuns and married Inez in a secret ceremony. News of this eventually got back to the king, who grew furious and took matters into his own hands. Once Prince Pedro was far from court, the king sent three henchmen into the convent to murder Inez. The hired men were Pero Coelho, Alvaro Goncalves, 
and Diogo Lopez Pacheco, and they snuck into the monastery of Santa Clara Avella in the city of Cumbria, where Inez had been held. They pulled Inez from her room and decapitated her in front of her children. When Prince Pedro had returned home, he was furious and heartbroken, and thus swore vengeance on his father and the henchmen. King Afonso was said to have been surprised by his son's anger towards him, as he figured he would have just found himself a new woman to marry. Like, holy hell, yikes. Like, what kind of inherited violence was passed down through King Afonso's family line for him to be like, what's the big deal? Um, I am both curious and terrified. Prince Pedro waged war against his own father and intended to overrule his father, taking the crown for himself. He managed two battles along the way, devastating entire communities until the prince and king were reconciled, whatever the hell that means. Afonso died in Lisbon shortly after the second battle. Perhaps Afonso informed Pedro he was dying and to cease fighting, but who knows. Now comes the truly macabre part of this story. Prince Pedro, now King Pedro I, managed to round up his wife's murderers and publicly executed them by ripping their hearts out with his own hands. He declared to onlookers that this is what the heartless deserve, for they have pulverized his own heart. His most infamous act as king was to have Inez's body exhumed from her grave and placed her corpse upon the royal throne. He had her head sewn back onto her body, dressed her in clothes fit for a queen, and put a diadem on top of her head. He had his whole court swear allegiance to her and kiss the hem of her dress. King Pedro had kept their children in the palace and had them legitimized, but due to church protocol, they would be denied a place in the line of succession. However, their eldest daughter, Beatrice, would become great-grandmother to the sneaky King Ferdinand of Aragon that I had mentioned earlier. And I'm pretty sure the current monarchs of Spain are directly descended from that particular king. After a short time on the throne, King Pedro felt it was time to give his former wife a final resting place, but one fit for a queen. She was later buried at the monastery of Alobaca, where her coffin can still be seen, and opposite of Pedro's. Both marble coffins are exquisitely sculpted with scenes from their lives and a promise by Pedro that they would be together ateo fim de mundo until the end of the world. I hope you enjoyed that short, sweet tale of Inez and Pedro. Have a wonderful Halloween, and as always, thank you for listening. Wear your mask and stay spooky.